Welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series in the hospitality tabletop industry. This podcast was originally published in the week of April 6th and runs for approximately 25 minutes. Now, here's your host, Dave Turner. Hi, everyone. I'm Dave Turner, and I'm your host here at Seat Yourself, and I want to welcome you back to episode number 69 of Seat Yourself. This is our weekly podcast covering the now very disrupted world of hospitality tabletop. And once again, we're back with our new format and our mini-series we're calling On the Front Lines. In our new On the Front Lines series format, we're speaking with people from all corners of our audience and who are indeed on the front lines of the food service and hospitality industry, and like all of us, fighting for our survival. Our intention in these conversations with these frontline warriors will be to get their views on what's happening in their particular region and markets, but also we want to learn what they're doing as they fight their way through this current situation, what they're doing for themselves, what they may be doing to help their colleagues, and perhaps most importantly, most especially, what they're doing to help their customers. So we'll be sharing what ideas they have for helping others, and after all, we are all in this together. And this week, on our On the Front Lines conversation, it takes us to Europe and specifically to the Dutch marketplace, to Holland, where we'll be talking with David Otto from Tavari. Tavari is simply one of Europe's top hospitality tabletop resources. And David is the commercial director for Tavari. He and owner Ivar Van Riel, they focus most of their company's efforts on the Dutch marketplace and the surrounding areas. Although they do have a showroom and they do good business in the Caribbean from their showroom and office in Curaçao. So let me now welcome David Otto from Holland's Tavari Company to the next episode in our On the Front Lines miniseries. Okay, I want everybody to welcome David Otto to Seat Yourself and our miniseries On the Front Lines. David, welcome this morning. Thank you very much, uh, Dave. David, I know our listeners know a, a little bit about your company, Tavari, from our interview that we did with you and Ivar last year. But can you take a minute or two and give us an overview of, uh, of the company, how many employees, where you're located, your target base audience, that kind of thing? Yes, David. I've got, um, we are, uh, Tavari is a family business, a third generation family business uh, with uh, 26 employees working, six in sales. And uh, in Holland, we are very active. And so that's why we have four showrooms where people can visit us and see the products and brands and concepts we uh, we offer in the Horeca market. Uh, and of course, in the shipment industry, we are quite big in the shipment industry. And for that, we are uh, exclusive distributor for Steelite, Fijo Norway, uh, since March Royal Crown Derby, uh, Brachi Italy, uh, Rona Glass and Utopia Tableware. Yeah, what we do, we sell the concepts in hotels and restaurants, and we visit them by, by our uh, sales reps. So we go to on the locations, give presentation, presentations there, and give them advice. That's what we do. In uh, You mentioned hotels and restaurants. Uh, do, is there any other categories that Tavari competes with or goes into any other sectors, whether it be senior living, healthcare, or any of that? No, what we do uh, big also is shipping industry, as I mentioned. And we are getting bigger in the Netherlands, uh, also in the catering uh, business. When you say shipment, shipment industry, what do you mean by that? The Rhine boats. I think the 
a lot of people. Oh, the Rhine boats. Okay, the cruise ships and. Yeah, we are very big in it. Most of the companies are in Switzerland based, Germany based, and we uh, we supply them all through Europe with tableware products, kitchen equipment, and so on. Now I I, I want to get into the situation that we're currently in and why we talk while we call this series on the front lines. You are on the front lines of uh, selling hospitality tabletop products. I know you sell other products as well. Tell us about um, selling right now in this environment with the coronavirus and all that. Tell us about how it is with your customers in those sectors. Is there any business at all? Is it still going okay? Tell us about that. Since three weeks, the Horeca business is closed. Our government decided that within two hours, all the restaurant has to be closed. So it was very short time. Uh, people were dining in the restaurants. You had no notice. We had no notice. People were sitting in a restaurant eating and uh, the owner says, I'm sorry, I have to, you have to go because I have to close the restaurant. And since then, the business is closed. Uh, even for us supplying the hotels and restaurants, it's almost nothing anymore. And uh, yeah, that's terrible. We never, we never experienced this before. Never. And that's why I spoke Last week, with the second generation uh, of the business, Mr. Tom van Riel, he is 75 years old. He's doing this business for 40 years now. And he's also said, yeah, there were some problems in the 80s or in the 70s, but things like this I've never seen before. And we also, we are doing this for 16 years now. And no, never. This is very, very strange times. Yeah, so it's not like there's a, uh, a a roadmap that you have from a prior experience where you can follow this and you know if you do this. I think everybody's sort of feeling their way along and trying to find their way to some level of success. Exactly. How are your customers reacting? What are they doing? Are they just complete? Just, they just shut the doors and that's it? Or are they trying to do takeaway or deliveries or... That's very nice. That's why I like the hospitality industry, because people are very creative. Even in these bad times, you see, I think also in your country and in other countries, restaurants don't sit still and 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 and, and try to make money. So that's you see a lot of takeaway, uh, things like that. Next week, we have Eastern weekend. It's normally very busy, you know, in, in uh, the, 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 the terrace season starts for the for the Dutch hospitality. Then they have to make money. But now they're making menus you can take away or they deliver to you. Uh, uh, but also I see a lot of hotels open their doors for people in healthcare so they don't have to travel uh, that long from home to the hospitals. So you see, you see very good ideas of this uh, hospitality uh, industry here in Holland. It's a very innovative business. Do you sell any disposables at all or any single service kind of any takeaway, anything that could be used possibly in takeaway? Does Tavari have any any products in that category? No, we don't. No, unfortunately, now we don't. No, we are really specialized in tabletop products and yeah, uh, uh, in the middle and high segment. So no, we don't sell any, any uh, disposable products. There are other companies who are specialized in that. So for us, there's no business. Yeah, I want people to understand. I want our listeners to understand whether you're in Europe or the United States, whatever, you need to go to the Tavari website and you need to see how how Tavari merchandises, how David's company merchandises, uh, as you say, middle to high end tabletop. Uh, I think you guys do one of the best jobs uh, of anybody anywhere uh, in terms of creating the merchandising ideas and, and, and the selling of these products with your collateral materials and the products themselves. Um, I, I think you, uh, you and Ivar do a great job and uh, 
I think that when this comes out, uh, the, 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 you know, out of out of the situation, I think you're going to find that a, a lot of people are looking for great new fresh looks, and I and I would welcome uh, them to, uh, to to take a look at Tavari because I've always had a lot of respect for what for what you all do there, yeah, in the Dutch market. But you have a lot of great brands. You mentioned some of them a few minutes ago, David. What are some of those brands doing uh, at this point to help you or help your customers? Uh, is there anything? Are they doing factory direct shipments? Or is there anything that can be done? We are very close contact with our factories at the moment. And uh, because now we are now in a situation, the, 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 the government say till the 28th of April, all restaurants and hotels are closed, um, uh, mostly the, the, the restaurants. And um, uh, with the, with the contact we have with our factories, see uh, have, when when they are open. What are we going to do? And we're going to make plans uh, with them together to see how we can serve and help the hotels and restaurants when they are open. And uh, and that's why it's very great to have uh, to work with uh, uh, these European factories. That's very interesting for us. And David, how are you staying? Or go to the other side. Uh, uh, you're keeping in close contact with the with the brands that you represent. But how are you staying close to your customers as well during this time? We call them. Uh, we are in contact, email contact. Uh, this morning we had a sales meeting online, and uh, you see our sales reps also. They they call the 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 restaurants uh, restaurant owner. Uh, how the situation is. Uh, speak with them. Uh, how we can help when they are gonna are able when they get open again uh, and so on. So I think that's very important in these times to, to, to stay in close contact with your clients and your customers. You need each other. When it's, everything is open, we need each other. I need my factory, but the hotels need me as well. And, and that, that, that's why it's so important to stay in close contact with your, uh, with your customer. Yeah, the one thing that that I would say that is sort of percolating out of all this situation, at least from um, the hospitality tabletop standpoint, is this feeling that we're all in this together and that we need each other. And I, I think I think it's uh, it it's really pays uh, a big testimony to, first of all, the creativity and also the cohesiveness really in the small community that we speak about. And whether you're in the Netherlands or in the United States or Australia or wherever you are in the world, the situation seems to be very very similar exactly exactly and that's uh, that's true wherever because it, this 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 coronavirus affects everybody in the world at the moment so uh, we have to be creative and 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 hopefully this will end soon yes that's what i can say about it uh, dave when you speak to your customers and you stay close to them, are there, is there any uh, conversations that you have that that uh, you can talk about that say uh, maybe this customer is doing well on on this area and you suggest it to another? Is there any advice that's going back and forth between you and your customers? Last week, I spoke with an owner of 100 hotels who closed 100 hotels, and it's a very big operation because they are now uh, closed and then uh, uh, when everything is over uh, it's a big operation to open a hundred hotels again and yeah we th- we discussed together about how we're going to manage it how we how we can help as a tafari when they open the hotels uh, and so on so that's why again it's very uh, important to stay in close contact with your uh, with your customers do they have any plans to do promotions or or that type of thing once they do open and how or, or maybe they don't even know is it going to be they're not just going to open the doors on 100 hotels they're going to probably stagger that and roll that out i suspect 
Exactly. But what we see now, and that's very good in Holland as well, because <clears throat> when the hotels are open, there are even platforms now in the Netherlands who say people stay uh, people stay at home now. The uh, uh, summer holidays are coming. Spend your money in the Horeca business in Holland and not go out to France or Italy on holiday. And perhaps it's not even possible to do that. So uh, uh, those promotions are very good. And uh, 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 spend your money uh, when we are open in the Dutch Horeca so we can help them. And uh, yeah, that, that that's amazing. Yeah, that's uh, that, that concept of supporting your local, your local, whatever you consider you consider to be local. That that whole concept of supporting your neighbor, supporting your your region, supporting your local hotels, your local restaurants. I I really like that a lot, and it means and it's more of that we're in this together kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Because if you spend money locally, uh, that money stays in the local markets. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I really like that a lot, and I think that that is uh, that is again something that's built into the Horeca, the hospitality DNA. Uh, when it's open, what we did as a business, as a safari, buy local, buy. In my case, we live in Holland. We ninety five percent of our products are European products, and I think the market will change, and people will will see. Hey, yeah, that's very important. You know, like we buy Steelite in UK, we buy Fijo in Norway, and we know they're environmental friendly products. Um, 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 uh, of course, they are they are not uh, the same price as I buy from 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 far, but uh, there is a story behind it. And I think when the market is going to uh, reopen, that's a, a a very good thing to tell to the hospitality industry: buy it locally. I think you're correct. I, I think people understand that price is going to be less less of an issue. It's, price is always an issue. I don't I, I don't want to pretend to be naive here. But on the other hand, people are looking for quality. They're looking for the story behind the product. They're looking to connect with not only the people that they buy their products from, but also the products themselves. Exactly. Exactly. See yourself is sponsored in part by Edward Don and Company. Everything but the food for 100 years. Now, back to our conversation. Anything else that you uh, on the, go to the other side, uh, when you're talking to your manufacturers, is there any advice that you give them uh, on uh, ideas on how to uh, kickstart their business in the, in the Dutch market? Yeah, we are on it now. I can tell not much about it at, the, at this moment because... On the other hand, do you have to say, look, do we have to give extra discount when they're open or, 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 or things like this? We are still in discussions uh, 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 with the factories uh, how to um, uh, prepare when they're opening again and how to, um, um, yeah, how you say it in good English, how, um, how to help them out. And uh, we are in, uh, in, uh, in discussion with, uh, with some of the factories we work with. First, we have to see... Um, work through when they are open and then uh, see what happened then. In our business, when the restaurants are open, it's not they're going to invest directly in products what we do in table pro tabletop products. When, when the restaurants do eventually open up, do you, do you see it? How, how do you see it going in? Do you see it as being a slow build back or do you see that there's going to be a pent-up demand where people just all of a sudden go out and spend? One thing is for sure, People have money now because they stay at home. <laughs> but on the other hand, when the horeca is open, I think it's going to be slowly um, because of the social distance will go on for many months, I think, even when the hotels and restaurants will be open. So people will slowly get out of their houses, spend some money in the horeca. 
but not as we are used to in the past. So it will be slowly. And then when the Horeca makes some money again, they will invest, invest again. I'm sure for that. Can you talk a little bit about, I, I know uh, when I reached out to you, uh, you mentioned that you had some people that were personally affected, people on your staff and your, your teammates uh, at Tovari that were directly affected with the virus. How has that worked out and how are they? How is their health now? Oh, we are so happy. This morning we had this sales meeting and uh, uh, all of the staff members were there. Even my uh, the last one, uh, they had uh, t- three of t- three of them were sick. Two of them got sick because we did a fair a month ago, and they got sick on that fair. And uh, one of them, one of them was in bad shape uh, for three weeks. And uh, luckily, he is uh, he's back again. And uh, my other colleagues as well, they are healthy again. So uh, yeah, it was a terrible uh, situation uh, for us. I'm glad to hear that everybody's doing a little better. And sound and, and your sales meetings are weekly. Yeah, we have a weekly online sales meeting. And what we do on the sales meeting is uh, bring out IDs, give us new IDs, uh, promote the company more, uh, discuss things what like we discuss uh, together now, Dave. We discuss it also with our sales team, and that works. And it's good to see each other. You also told me that you're uh, opening up a brand new showroom. Uh, you're in the process of uh, doing a build out on that. Tell us, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about that. So, Tavari is not just sitting around waiting for things to come back. You're you're actually taking some active action. No, we are in action. We are opening our Amsterdam showroom. So, I hope uh, the listeners, when they are in Amsterdam, just call me and I will show you around in our beautiful new showroom that's opening soon. Next week, we're going to decorate it with the products, and. Uh, and then we are uh, we are open. So that's our fourth uh, showroom in in the Netherlands. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's amazing. It's nearly it's twenty minutes from the central city of Amsterdam, and so uh, people can take the metro uh, clients and 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 go to our showroom in Amsterdam to to look at the products and concepts we offer. And and you also uh, just so everybody knows the breadth and the uh, and the scope, let's say of Tavari. You also Tavari also has a showroom in Curacao. Is that correct? And you cover the Caribbean market there. We uh, yeah, that's correct. Since two years now, we have a beautiful showroom in uh, Curacao in Willemstad, and uh, yeah, that that that's really amazing. Uh, we 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 uh, we offer our concepts there in the Caribbean, and uh, yeah, people are very happy with it because. Yeah, it, it's a Dutch island, and uh, we have a, a Dutch lady working for us there. And, uh, yeah, that really worked out. That really worked out. Is, is there any major differences between Holland and Curacao and what's going on with the virus? They're in the same situation. I heard there is a lockdown on one of the other islands as well as the, at the moment. People get sick as well there. And uh, today uh, our government sent a um, goods over to uh, to the uh, to the Caribbean to help the people there as well. Well, it's uh, it, it has certainly uh, impacted uh, this coronavirus and the COVID nineteen has uh, impacted the hospitality market on a global scale. There's no doubt. And uh, David, any other comments or any other thoughts that you'd like people to know about Tavari or about the situation uh, currently in uh, in the in the Holland and the Netherlands? It affects the whole world. It, uh, my colleagues in the tabletop industry, it affects uh, if uh, if you're in Holland, Belgium, Italy. I spoke with my friends from Broti, the cutlery factory. Great company. Yeah, that's a really great company. I spoke with Giovanni, and uh, unfortunately, one of his family members died uh, because of the coronavirus, because they are in the north part of Italy, and that that that, that hurts us the most uh, when you get stories like that. 
and I hope um, I hope uh, it will end soon, and uh, and uh, we have to stay strong. And uh, if we stay strong, we can beat this coronavirus together. Well, David, I, I certainly appreciate. It. I know you're busy opening up a showroom. You've also got a new uh, a new catalog, new brochure that's uh, at the presses right now. Is that right? Yeah, it's almost uh, online. I think within a week, and when the coronavirus is uh, is ending, we we're gonna press it uh, press it as well. And then, uh, yeah, four hundred fifty pages. We get a hundred pages extra of of really really fine tabletop products. We 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 visit the Yambiente show in Frankfurt where we met together as well. And like for example, Steelite, who bring brought out some very amazing products. Fijo is bringing out some beautiful products. Yeah, all the factories we work with have new products, and we bring them out in this 450-page catalog. Let me let me get this right, if I'm if I've got it. Tavari is getting ready to launch a new showroom with new products, and you've also got a brand new 450-page catalog coming that you'll have online in another week or so. I think within a week you can. You can uh, download it from our website, www.tofari.nl. And uh, yeah, that's amazing. Wow, that's terrific. Uh, You guys are obviously very busy not sitting around waiting for this to end. So David, uh, again, I know you're busy. I appreciate all your time. I know our listeners do. You've really given them some help and some direction, maybe some inspiration as well. And I want everybody to go to Tavari's website and check that out. Uh, It's one of the most impressive uh, that you'll see in the hospitality tabletop uh, world. And congratulations on all the things that you're doing while there is no business. I think I think the mo- the people that I talk with that I that I really feel good about having the most success are the people that are working harder now to prepare for when this all comes back on this whole record business comes back. And we get more creative now, more and more, <laughs> more and more. David, stay well, stay safe, and stay strong, my friend. Thank you very much. Dave. Well, that's it for this week's episode in our new On the Frontline series. I want to thank you for joining us this week. Once again, it's our intention to bring you, our listeners, during these very unprecedented times. We want to bring you the thoughts and comments of professionals in our industry who are like you on the front lines of this battle for survival in our hospitality industry. It's through these conversations that we're hoping that you might find a little inspiration and perhaps some hope, first of all, by knowing that we're not alone and that there are things that can be done to stay positive and hopeful for the future. So once again, I especially want to thank David Otto for joining us today. Be sure to go to their website, tovari.nl, that's T-O-V-A-R-I dot N-L, and be looking for their new 450, can you believe it, 450-page catalog that will be out soon and available on their website in the next week or so, according to David, in PDF format. I'm Dave Turner, and we'll see you next week right here on Seat Yourself with our next episode in our On the Frontline series. That concludes this week's episode of Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series. For more news, information, and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out tabletopjournal.com. Mm-hmm.